America's local station since 2009. Locally owned and operated by Hunters Bay Radio, Inc. Comments on our broadcast are welcome. Shoot us an email at comments at muskokaradio.com. Sports Beat on the Bay. Good morning, everybody. This is Sportsbeat 88.7 on your dial for Monday, February 13th with Dave Percival and... Dan Caswell. And... Claudia Turner. And... Kyle Nelson. And... Grant's here as well. We got a well, full studio. Yeah, we got a full studio, people. This is exciting. Claudia and Kyle are in the studio today. Very, very glad to see you guys. Great to have you here. How have you been? What have you been doing these days? What have you been up to? <laughs> yeah, well, we made a little trip out to out to Vegas there. Spent uh, like 10 or 12 days there. And, yeah, enjoyed a little bit of sunshine and got into a little bit of fisticuffs and then came back. Yeah, and I guess the fisticuffs, we better talk about some fisticuffs. So uh, tremendous effort on your part. I, I'll just lead in to say that I thought I thought you'd won the fight. I watched the fight, and it was, it was exhilarating to be a local guy and watch you fight. Um, I guess we can start down. Do you want to start? Yeah, sure. I just want to like talk to our listeners about maybe uh, the fight round through round and just like how, you know, an overview of, of now that you've had some time to think about it, you know, talk one, you know, the first round, second round, third round. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, we started the fight. Uh, the first round I came out, uh, my opponent tried to throw uh, like a, a kick to the, I think it was more like to my face and um, I was able to move a bit. He kind of missed. And then so when he brought his leg down, he stumbled. So I was able to, to take his back. I picked him up. Uh, he grabbed the fence for half a second, so we got a bit of a warning from the ref for that. But then I was able to slam him down pretty emphatically. I think might be the right word. Yes, it is. I was able to control him on the ground uh, for a while, laying a little bit of uh, ground and pound, some punches and stuff, and then I took his back. Um, I was able to put on a choke that came came pretty close to – to finishing but then he was able to spin out um and then again once he, he kind of spun out he was able to get on top for a little bit uh, but he didn't really land any punches or anything he kind of just held on on top uh i got back to guard and then that was the end of the first round second round we came out and and you know we w- traded some kicks and punches and stuff it seemed uh pretty even it felt like my kind of my punches and kicks uh landed a little bit harder and did a little bit more damage and then in the second round was when I caught him with a, an overhand right that knocked him. Uh, he stumbled back into the cage. Then I threw a, a flying knee uh, that landed kind of the chest and shoulder. Uh, then I landed a couple elbows. Um, and, yeah, I was really kind of picking him apart on the feet. And then uh, I was able to rest him a little bit again in the, in the second round. Then for the third round, we came out and we traded a little bit of punches in the, in the center of the ring. Uh, but he got kind of flat-footed, so I was able to shoot in for a takedown. And then we spent the majority of that, that third round just kind of wrestling against the fence. So it was uh, like me holding him against the fence. I'd kind of I'd take him down for a half second. His, kind of, his butt would hit the mat, and he'd bounce back up, and then I'd put him against the fence. And So there's a lot of wrestling in that third round uh, where I felt like I was kind of controlling him against the fence. Um, but then uh, towards the end of the third round, um, 
in a wrestling exchange. He ended up on top, and then uh, he was kind of like holding my head with both of his hands and then brought his head forward and ended up headbutting me. Um, so it's, it's I don't know, like some people are saying it was, it was intentional. It wasn't intentional, uh, but the ref ended up taking a point for that because in mixed martial arts and the UFC, you're not allowed to headbutt. Uh, so then we started back up and there wasn't a lot of time left. So I shot a takedown and kind of held him against the fence for the, the end of the round. And then, uh, yeah, that was the whole fight. It went to the judge's decision and the judges called it a draw. Yeah. And then was, uh, you know, you know, going through that whole fight is that kind of how you thought it was going to play out or did you think that there was going to be, you know, more of a, you know, uh, fisticuffs, if you will. Uh, yeah, I was like, I was definitely looking to trade a little bit more, but, uh, again, in that first round when he, he hit that first kind of stumble and I was able to take him down and, and slam him pretty good. Then I was able to control him, you know, fairly easily on the ground. I felt like I, I was on top most of the time he, uh, you know, he couldn't really do much to me. So, uh, I did end up wrestling more than I had planned to. But because it was it was working so well, yeah. uh, but again, like the, with that choke becoming so close to finishing, but then again, when we were standing, I landed the big overhand right. So yeah, I felt like I, I was close to finishing the fight on a couple different occasions, you know, both in the in the grappling and the striking. Yeah, and what was your uh, what was the message the corner was saying after you know first and second round? Uh, so they wanted me to strike a little bit more. Again, they, they understood that I was, I was winning that grappling, uh, the grappling exchanges, but especially after I landed that overhand, right, they could kind of see that, you know, if I, if I started putting two or three punches together, um, I was a little bit more aggressive with my stand up that I probably would have been able to knock them out. Yeah. Now I got, I got a question for you and you know, you may, you may want to just pass it like to say, no, I don't want to answer it because you know, it's not always good to say (laughs) stuff about your employers, but you know, you have a great fight. It becomes a draw. Did it piss you off that he won fighter of the night? Yeah, yep. yeah. Yes. So so what happened? So my boss, Dana White, he, after the fight, he said um, that because the ref took a point from my opponent for the headbutt, yep. uh, Dana didn't agree with that. Now, the reason where he's coming from is I think Dana didn't notice the ref warning my opponent about grabbing the fence and grabbing my gloves and a couple other infractions he yep. did. So I think it was an accumulation of all the infractions is why the ref took the point. Uh, but I think maybe Dana kind of missed that point. Okay. So he gave my opponent his win bonus. Yeah. So in the UFC right. fight, you get a, a X amount of dollars to show up and then another X amount of dollars if you win. Yeah. So he gave my opponent his win bonus. Um which, yeah, I don't think – I think if Dana goes back and watches the fight again, I'm sure he's a busy guy and he probably won't, but I think if he watched it again, not only would he see that the point uh, taken away was justified, but I think he'd also see that I had more control. I was closer to finishing the fight. I was more offensive. Um, so, yeah, I think he'd, he'd change his mind pretty quick and, and yeah. throw some money my way, but yeah. I don't know. It hasn't happened yet. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask you a question about – now, you had a cut on your forehead, did you mm-hmm. not? So am I right in assuming – and I could be wrong – um, the, the headbutt that he threw, I thought it was pretty sneaky, but I think I know what he was up to. Was he trying to open that up, try to sneak that in to open that cut up a bit, a bit more? Yeah, I would think so. It, it wasn't quite a cut. I think it was more of a scratch, um, because like I didn't need to get any stitches or anything. So, I mean, if it was yeah. a cut, it was so, yeah. so shallow that, um, uh, yeah, it was kind of closer to a scratch. But yeah, I would think. He's probably uh, trying to, you know, uh, headbutt or grind his head into into the cut just to open it up a bit more and yeah. make it bleed a little bit. I think he was frustrated, um, 
you know, by my my offense. I think he was having a hard time. I mean, he's he's fought so many high level guys in the UFC, and he's in the UFC Hall of Fame for one of his fights. And in all those fights, he was able to move forward, throw a lot of punches, hit guys, hurt them, and stuff like that. I think he was just having a hard time, you know, with the wrestling and the striking that he wasn't able to do what he wanted. So yeah, I think he got frustrated, and that's why he, you know, kind of resorted to grabbing the fence and and the gloves and the headbutt in the end. Yeah. And I truly like to hear Michael Bisping started, and it was all Wonder Boy this and that, and he looks great, and he couldn't look better. And I thought, okay, here we go. It's just going to be a. And then all of a sudden. Kyle Nelson, he said, is is so strong. He said, "My goodness!" And then and then it it changed. They they gave you equal or more billing hmm. than they gave him initially. So that tells you a lot when you're sitting back watching the fight. You know that now all of a sudden they're talking about Kyle Nelson a lot. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like my opponent coming into this fight had so much um, hype and attention, and he's a huge yeah. star in Asia and Korea and. And obviously all the UFC commentators and everybody knows him from being in the Hall of Fame and stuff. So, yeah, he definitely had a lot more attention going into the fight. And I think even though it was a draw, I was still able to steal that attention, even if, uh, you know, the judges still liked him a little bit more. Understand. Now I saw, you know, we all saw that picture you posted with you guys arm in arm afterwards, and he was on crutches. Was that a 100% result of the leg kicks, or was there something else that happened during the fight? Uh, I'm not sure. He didn't really speak English, so we didn't get to talk too much. <laughs> okay. But uh, yeah, we saw him after, and yeah, he was like, he came out, came, we got a picture, and yeah, he was on crutches, and then he was headed straight to the hospital. So, you know, we went and got pizza after the fight, and he went to the hospital. So that should tell you enough about the fight. <laughs> <laughs> you, know. you know, it's interesting, fine, Kyle, that you never seem to really, you seem to come out of these these fights. I'm not going to say like unharmed, but it, you seem to come out of them without injury. It, this just seems to be a regular kind of occurrence and stuff what, what do you what, what do you think that is are you just uh, the way that you're protecting yourself like and and even that alone how does not you know how does that not prove a point that the judges miss something you know what i mean even with this bout i mean i just i don't understand it yeah yeah definitely i think you know i think it's just a, a skill level thing uh, i think a lot of guys kind of you know go up only learning the offense and and trying to learn how to beat someone up and they're like you know whatever They'll throw my health, their health on the back burner. Right. Whereas, you know, I'm going to have a, a life after fighting and stuff. So we made sure, uh, you know, to build up my defense as well as my offense. Mm -hmm. You know, especially in some of my earlier fights, you know, coming from a small town, I wasn't the most technical. But as long, if I could defend myself long enough for the other guy to get tired, then I could, you know, I could beat him up at the end of the round. <laughs> but, you know, so I've, I've always had, uh, you know, pretty good defense. And, yeah, you know. I want to want to retire with all the brain cells I got. So <laughs> now you're feeling good. You're feeling good. You came out of this unharmed or whatever. I mean, if 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 I mean hypothetically, if you got a call for like like two weeks from now, like you'd be get you'd go. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm a hundred percent. You know, we got right back to training. I was training down in Vegas right after the fight, and uh, yeah, no injuries. So we've already been in contact with the UFC. Uh, you know, we're hoping looking at something maybe in March. So you know, that'd be that'd be awesome. You know, a month or so away, mm -hmm. and yeah. I mean, I'm still in great shape, no bumps or bruises. Uh, yeah, so I mean, I'd love to get right back in there and, you know, keep the ball rolling. So that was my next question, like what, what is next? So obviously you're just uh, waiting for the, uh, the next uh, bill. Yeah, yeah, so I have two fights left on this UFC contract. They are, I believe the UFC is also coming to Canada, uh, I heard, three times this year. Okay. So oh, wow. we're hoping, I mean, if I don't get something, you know, soon, hopefully it'll be something in Canada, you know, yeah, in the beginning of summer or end of the spring. 
Right. I was going to ask you a quick question leading into this. So I saw where UFC Performance Center is. Mm-hmm. Now, you seemed excited about that and what I saw there. Now, tell me, tell us a little bit about that, about the center. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So the UFC built a, uh, like a giant performance institute in Las Vegas. And I can't remember, they spent like $15 million or something, but it's, it's similar to, I think a lot of NFL teams have kind of uh, training centers like that where you go. Um, they've got like massage, uh, chiropractors, acupuncture. They've got a whole rehab uh, station that I can book in as much as I want. Um, they've got all kinds of personal training, all the best equipment. They've got nutritionists. They've got uh, like chefs and a cafeteria. So I can go there. I can use all that stuff for free just being part of the UFC. Uh, they got like hot tub, cold tub, saunas, uh, infrared um, red light therapy they got some of those cryo chambers they got elevation training rooms so yeah it's kind of like the the best of the best that money can buy and uh yeah so i have free access to that um you know whenever i'm in vegas so it's a bit of a trip but yeah it's definitely nice to to use while i'm down there that's great now we know the the i've just double back to the fight a bit and it's it's not a uh, your your positives were tremendous there were so many positive things in that fight but what would you have done to what would you imp- improved upon if you had to improve upon anything in that fight what would it have been yeah i definitely i think i would have stood a little bit more again i you know i was pretty happy with how the wrestling was going but i think again if i had stood a little bit more and just kept you know putting my hands on his head it was uh it was going so well for me so yeah i think i'd just stand a little bit more uh and yeah just put together more combinations and i think yeah it probably would have uh ended the fight a lot earlier and, uh, and about Vegas in general, now, what do you think about Vegas? You've been to Las Vegas, I'm sure, before. It's a pretty neat place. Yeah, yeah. I think that was like my eighth time or something. I've done a couple of training camps there where I spent like a month at a time. And, yeah, I mean, Vegas is cool. It's, uh, you know, we, we stayed for like four or five days after the fight. I think like three or four days is like a, a good amount of time in Vegas, especially if, if I'm not training or if I don't have a you know reason to be there. You know, three or four days we do all the kind of touristy stuff, and then it's it gets kind of boring after that. People starting to recognize you recognize you there now, uh, Kyle, when you're when you're out and about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes I'll be, we'll be in random places, and and someone will recognize me, or I was sitting on the like the digital roulette table or whatever, and a couple <laughs> people notice me, and yeah. But I made like 15 bucks, so we did pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> now going back to the fight and uh, Percy's question, you know, when, when he asked like, what you would have done different, um, now is that something in your mind where you're just like, okay, well, this is now working, like when you talked about like taking him down to the ground and, and some wrestling and, and just kind of continuing him that way. So in your mind, you shifted that, and, and, you know, in the reflection, you're like, oh, maybe I knew it was working. Maybe I should just pounded him in the face a few more times. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's hard. Like when you're in the fight and something starts working, you almost get obsessed with it. You're yeah. Awesome. I'm, I'm winning the fight. This yep. is going well. I'm not getting hit in the face. Like everything's great. Yep. Um, and again, like hindsight being what it is, the I guess the judges weren't in total agreement. But um, yeah, when, when I kind of found that nice groove where I felt like I was winning, um, my opponent couldn't really do anything. I was like, well, you know, we'll keep keep doing it. If it ain't broke, you know, why fix it? But, uh, yeah, I think I need to kind of, yeah, go back to, um, you know, some of my earlier UFC fights where I was more aggressive, um, just not be as aggressive as I used to be. So I've got to yeah. find, again, a little bit more of a, a happy 
uh, medium in there. Um, but I definitely still have the, you know, the skill set to do it. And I think I keep, every time I go out, I get a little bit better. And, and I think I'm proving to the, to the UFC and the fans that, you know, I belong there and oh, know, for I, sure. I feel like I should have a couple wins under my, under my belt, but, uh, yeah, we're going to keep, uh, improving and keep getting better. And yeah, I think we'll start seeing some more finishes soon. Yeah. Now is there uh, with your training regiment now waiting for the next fight, is there anything you're, tr- uh, uh, making any changes or is it just refining what you already have yeah i think it's just gonna be refining and again adding uh little like skills and techniques in the wrestling like some of the finer points uh i think we've got some stuff that works really well but i think you know there's there's always room for improvement so we'll just keep on sharpening all those little things and and uh yeah be ready and better for the next fight right on at one point in the fight, there you were—I saw you were taking a few uh, body shots. Uh, how much? Like, what's the contact like with those? Like, are are you feeling those, or is your adrenaline going so much that it's just like I'm not trying to be whatever because yeah. I, I don't know. Like, are each one of those, or is it like uh, you're feeling it, or is it just like no, you know? No, being... no, I didn't. I didn't feel them at all. Like, I knew he was doing it. That's crazy. Um, <laughs> and but yeah, like I was like, oh, this is like it didn't hurt. Like, like my ribs didn't bug me after the fight. Didn't feel it in the fight. Didn't knock the wind out of me. Where he was hitting was like on like I got like the harder part of your ribs. Okay. So like I didn't I didn't notice it at all. But then watching the fight back and hearing like the commentary team, they're loving it. They're like, whoa, this, this is crazy. And I was down there. I was fine i was living my best life well yeah because the way they were going on i'm like i'm like maybe he's not going to get up from this like maybe you're in way more yeah pain than no I thought, like I, they're making it sound like oh you know? yeah i yeah. didn't 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 even notice them i knew he was doing it but again it didn't didn't hurt um yeah it wasn't really causing any damage so i was like well there's no point in, in you know giving up a controlling position correct no, uh you know when he wasn't doing any damage but yeah especially in that like the apex how there's no real crowd like there's like 20 or 30 people um, everything does sound a little bit louder, so I don't know, maybe it was just sound a little bit more like the, the glove kind of slapping off my, my ribs that made a little bit of noise and kind of got people yeah, excited, yeah. but yeah, it definitely didn't do any damage. Okay. Yeah. Nice. No, well, it's like you said, just a little, a little bit of humor because I'm sure Dan's been there and so have you, Grant. Playing junior hockey as a kid, you get, I get in fights. And that would last, what, 15, 20 seconds? Yeah. And you'd be so gassed you couldn't even, you could hardly play the rest of the game. And then you <laughs> see what you're doing at the highest of levels. You know, it's, uh, it's shocking, your, your, uh, your fitness levels. And as you said, your dietary and everything, thanks to Claudia, everything has improved. <laughs> thanks to Claudia. Yeah, I, no, I just want It is thanks to Claudia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but no, so obviously your fitness level is just is top drawer now compared to what it was. Yeah, yeah, definitely. We've got everything dialed in. I mean, I was always always been a hard worker. Just before, it wasn't with as much um, direction, I guess. I, you know, I could always, you know, bite down on my mouth guard and, and move forward and, and put in the hard work. Just now, we're we're a little more strategic about it. And yeah, so it is it is making me, you know, a better machine. That's great. Well, I'll tell you what. You definitely are on. Uh, you're on a huge, uh, on the right track here. Across this is a this is a defining fight. I would think for you, it really is because they're going to see a, a, a. You know, they all know of you now, and that effort. I, you know, the sky's yours, man. This is going to be a very very good to follow you from this point on. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, and you know, really looking forward to getting back in there as soon as possible, so I can keep the keep the momentum going. Well, we appreciate you uh, being here. So thank you as always, both of you, for being here. You always come, and you come a lot faster than I ever would have thought you would have shown up. <laughs> so we do we, Hunter's Bay, and uh, we our show really, really appreciates this. Yeah, no problem at all. Thanks for always giving me the platform. 
Well, thank you. And uh, as far as our listeners go, thank you very much. As always, um, I'm Dave for Dan, Grant, Claudia, and Kyle. We will be back on Wednesday with more sports. Don't cross that line And don't judge me By my fate